This is our like secret stairwell. Looks like a uh, stairway on a ship. Yeah. And, um, so when the archives was built, it was only going to be an elevator to the second floor. But the head of special collections then was like, no, no, no. <laughs> you need to have a staircase. So they built that tiny little thing. Nice and cool in here. See all your sliding bookshelves. Oh, I see. And we're just on the other side of the classroom yeah. through these double doors. And I have to shelve. I'm really bad about shelving. So, Andrew, welcome to the behind the scenes tour of the closed stacks in the Drew archives. Not many people get to see the you know, tour of the space. However, if you want one, just please email me and I can give you a tour for yourself. But you're not going to see this if you walk into the reading room. Yeah, we're kind of upstairs as, uh, as we see. So today we're going to look at the Playboy collection. Here it is. So we are in one of our um, movable stacks aisles. So you have to crank it open to walk down so that this promotes additional space and usage of our closed stack space upstairs. And we have quite a lot of boxes filled to the brim with Playboy magazine. Yeah, I think I see 41, maybe 42. Yeah, 42 boxes. They range from 1955 all the way to 2018. Um, we actually, you know, we're missing quite a few years in between. So if you have Playboy, please donate. Um, but this is kind of our big collection. And this is a very new collection, Andrew. So we started collecting Playboy about three years ago. And you're probably thinking Methodist Archives collecting Playboy. That's a little bit of a weird thing. Yeah, it's thing. a bit of a strange juxtaposition there. But Hugh Hefner was actually raised as a Methodist, and his mother gave him the seed money to produce Playboy magazine. Don't know if she knew exactly what Playboy magazine was going to be, but that was the money that kind of started this entire project. So um, the previous head of special collections, Brian Shetler, wanted to have a Playboy collection because it has some amazing articles talking about the Christian advocate talking with the Methodists as well as popular culture. And I know people always say, I read it for the articles, but the articles are really fantastic inside. Yeah, especially when you get to the interviews, the Playboy interview that started uh, as a feature in the early 60s, right? There are some great interviews over the years. Uh, Malcolm X, uh, Miles Davis, uh, there's, there's many others, too many, to, too many to name off. And not just that, but our students have really been enjoying the ads throughout Playboy. So we have a lot of classes that come in and look at advertising history, and Playboy is the perfect periodical to grab for that because it is chock full of ads, and you can see the kind of way that they market cigarettes, alcohol, and gentleman things throughout Playboy's history. Yeah, the whole idea of the Playboy man and what equipment he would own or have knowledge of, right? We'll talk about that a little bit in a episode later on this season, uh, the Playboy project that Candace, you and I started with the help of two really great students here at Drew. We did. So I'm just going to pull, you know, a box off the shelf and see what we find within our Playboy collection. So I pulled an issue from June 1971, and they're pretty, 
pretty thick issues. Um, and you could spend weeks looking at Playboy magazine here in the archives. When our two students were here, they worked for four weeks straight and really enjoyed kind of getting completely into the magazines, looking at the music, the history, uh, the advertisements. So I think it's a lot, you can research, a lot of original research you could do from going, going through these magazines. Yeah, and these days the, the tactile experience of just holding and flipping through a magazine, any magazine really, I mean, it's, it's, it's so much different. I mean, it, it, from, from, from digital, uh, consuming digital content through a tablet or through a phone. Um, so this is, this is a really great experience. Absolutely, and you're not going to be able to see all the digitized Playboys online unless you pay, I think, a fee to see the Playboy archive if it is really accessible to everybody. So you really want to come in and see as many issues in person as you absolutely can. And you are allowed to scan for research purposes. Yeah, I mean, you hear Playboy collection and you think it's like in some shoebox somewhere, but no, here it is, in uh, all officially cataloged and, and chronologically arranged, and uh, some of them even in their their bags um, to protect them from uh, from the elements. And it's funny that you mentioned a shoebox because a lot of our Playboy um, magazines come from shoeboxes shoeboxes in attics. So the way our collection started was I reached out to a local bookseller and they said they had a friend who wanted to get rid of her husband's collection in their attic. So then we went to her and we picked up about a hundred issues of Playboy magazine and that started this collection. So then people have found out you collect Playboy and we say absolutely yes, please give us whatever Playboy you have. Have. And that's how the collection has built to amass to this mount, which is 4142 boxes of Playboy magazine. And we are still growing. So if you have a shoebox or many bins <laughs> of Playboy up in your attic or basement, we would love to have them at the archives. Oh, that's great. Hopefully uh, this will reach some folks who, who do have such a collection and who would like to, to donate it and see it put to good use. So from shoebox to uh, archival box, uh, all neatly arranged. Um, and it's not just Playboy, right? I mean, while we're in the stacks here, we might as well look at what's what's adjacent to it, right? We have uh, Ms. Magazine from, uh, looks like December 71 through fall 2017. Yes, we almost have a complete run of Ms. Magazine. And then to the left of the Playboy collection, we have our popular culture collection. That is also a fairly new collection that started because we have a really fantastic media program, media studies program at Drew University. And our students really want to see these periodicals in person. So we've been slowly collecting some more popular culture material. We have editions of Vogue. We have some books. Um, talking more about Playboys and some secondary literature. And within the popular culture collection, we also have our sub-collection of fashion history. So that then is looking at the history of fashion, obviously, looking through paper dolls, different magazines, even drag culture as well, um, and some Victorian um, die cuts. And to the left of that collection, to so the end of this aisle, we have our women and gender studies collection, also fairly new of the past three years. So we're really trying to expand what we have at the archives and we're growing based upon student needs and researcher needs. Um, obviously to a point, we wish we could collect everything, but we can't. Yeah, I've brought several of my MCOM 101 Intro to Media Studies courses to the archive for, for some of these exhibitions and demonstrations. And even during uh, the, the Zoom year, right? Candace has been very uh, adaptive there. So it's been a great experience and I would encourage all other faculty members who have a critical interest in popular culture to, uh, to contact her and make use of this great resource here at the archives.
Yeah, I look forward to it. So hopefully I see you all soon and you can take use of our Playboy collection or any other part of our popular culture collection. It's a lot of fun. Cool. Thanks, Candace. That's our show. Be sure to check out the images of the materials we've discussed on this and other episodes of Drew Archives in 10 by visiting the Drew Archives and Special Collections website at www.drew.edu forward slash library forward slash media. You can also check out images of the archives material at the Drew University Participatory Archives at dupaarchive.org. There's a lot of great stuff there, so be sure to check it out. For myself, Dr. Andrew Salvati, and for Candace Riley, be well, stay safe, and we'll see you next time on Drew Archives in 10. <laughs>